Hello. Hello. Hey. What's up? What's up, y'all? I ain't heard from y'all so long. <laughs> I know. Well, um, we have exactly an hour. Um, so it's episode five. Congratulations. You are on the first season. <laughs> Yay! This is exciting. Um, it's <laughs> the t- podcast will eventually go to me being in person with the people of season one. So I will eventually see y'all in person. Yay! But the to introduce it to y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all haven't heard it because I ain't really even broadcast it for real. It's called Less Ego, More Soul. So what that means, because I haven't even given an introduction about it, but what it means is basically, you know, speaking from your heart and not speaking from a shielded place, like covering up your words. Just say how you feel about yeah. the questions I ask. Don't, you ain't got to cover it up. And y'all could watch the other episodes previous to this one, but I specifically picked y'all two because um, I, I kind of, I, I look up to y'all. Um to a sense of the goals that y'all have met. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted y'all to basically, well, should introduce yourself one by one so the people can know who I'm talking to and why <laughs> I'm looking up to these two individuals. Well, Desi came from my city, so. As I say, well, you know, <laughs> um, you know me. Where but I'm it's kind of like we never really knew each other yeah. until college. I just matched, finally matched the face to the right. Desiree. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's Desi. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I really don't remember how I met Sim, but I'm pretty sure we was both laughing. I know what? That. <laughs> oh, I, I think it might have been in the gym or something, hoping. I don't know what it was. I, I, yeah, bro, I'm going to say Foster. That's about it. What? That's all I remember, too, mm-hmm. just being around all the dating kids, like <laughs> Yeah, Antonio. you was always around us. <laughs> what Antonio? Who else was? Who else we used to chill? Mike, Mike, Big Mike, everybody, Big Mike, <laughs> everybody. Um, yeah. Well, I met y'all. Well, I met both of y'all together in college, but I never would have assumed it got to here. But man, I was so excited when that shit heard across a And M campus. I was at work with um he had proposed to you at the um I want to say y'all are having Bible study, I think. Yes, in the engineering building. Yeah, I never forget that. I was like, this is this is a HBCU. Yeah. <laughs> this it was, is, this it was so wild. Like, I'm pretty sure nobody will ever forget that if they was there or yeah. even around that day. Or like, even knew y'all. Like, yes. Well, I uh I don't even think it's bad news, but it's news that I feel like y'all should know before y'all ask. Me and Kaya are not together. No, y'all, you know what's coming because I was straight. I, I'm, I'm like, like no. where's Kaya? Y'all, at? y'all was gonna ask where she at. She's not <laughs> exactly. She gonna come on here? She is not. Um, to piggyback on that, uh, I honestly feel like we both had internal issues that I found out. And she found out, like, it's just not the time. Like, it's not neither one of our faults. It's just not the time. Like, we really got two separate outlooks on life. Yeah. It's all good. But, I mean, yeah, it's not, it's no beef or anything. It's just, I got to do what I want to do as an artist. And as far as her, she really don't know. She really didn't know what she wanted to do, but she had them options. So, 
with me, Desi, as you would know, coming where I'm coming from, you need a plan from day one. Yeah, so I, I don't have the outlet to you know just be in college frivolously. Like I, I, uh-uh. yeah, <laughs> I we got and um, we got to figure some stuff out. Uh-uh. We, I could have went the right state if I wanted to kick it. So exactly, exactly. <laughs> I could have been at home. I could have, I could have been at home. So further along into the years, and you know, she graduated this semester. Um, once I realized, you know, I just waited. I just waited it out just to see what was her plan because I'm telling her hella plans. Included her, and it's just I was just getting I don't know no don't answers. Know. Yeah, yeah, and it was at first I went inward with it on some insecure shit and just assume okay, well maybe she's moving around. But me just looking at the whole situation, she really just didn't know. Like I was, yeah, I was literally with a younger mind, well, a younger vibrating person. Like she vibrated on a different level, and I was <laughs> really on some grown shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, which leads me back to y'all two, because I feel like y'all two been had a plan. So, um, what, what what was the 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 moment in college where y'all both was basically not caught up in the what I say caught up in the hype? Like it's it's bigger than this. Like I, it's fun that I'm here, I got the experience, but okay, now it's time to really build for my future. And I, also, I want to know. Did that include both of y'all? <laughs> That's cool. Um, go ahead, Simeon. You was about to speak first. Yeah, I guess it was. I'd say this. It wasn't. It wasn't like a, a a light switch type of thing. Like, all right, boom. Now I'm finna get my life together, or now I know what I want from you know relationships and everything. It was more of a gradual growth that started with a a, a beginning decision. So I had decided like, you know, around sophomore year that, you know, I really wanted uh, a long lasting relationship to find a good friend that will one day turn into my wife. And I think that, you know, once we met each other, that's when we kind of started getting serious about, oh, yeah, you feel me? Like the streets ain't for me (laughs) because, of course, (laughs) we both we both had our fun, you know what I'm saying, yeah, in college. Yeah. We both, you feel me, lived, lived the life that we wanted to live. But I think um, really once we met each other and um, kind of did some internal work, we kind of figured that out. What do you think, Bo? And then, like, on a career aspect. Are you uh, talking about career relationships? Well, I think both of us. asking, like, both. Oh, both. So you yeah. trying to explain that side. But okay. career-wise, for me um, – I came into college kind of knowing what I wanted to do from the get-go. I just didn't know how to get there. Um, And so coming into college, knowing like, okay, this is what I want my profession to be. Um, Yeah, I'll dig into some other little, you know, different careers. I'll look into some other, um, you know, fashion careers and things like that. But I kind of know where my heart is. Yeah, just solidifying that area and what exactly I wanted to pinpoint and what customer I wanted to serve um I just learned that through college but I mean my dream had still always remained the same that I would wanted to work in bridal and be a bridal designer um I just need to know how to get there now um so I feel like with career wise like I already had always had a goal in mind but I it took me a while in high school like figuring out myself and what I really liked because I feel like in high school, like, because at first I wanted to be 
um, I wanted to do hair. Mm -hmm. And what I found out just through just going through life, even now, like as I'm rebranding and, you know, taking time to dig into other things that I love to do creatively, like I'm just really good with my hands. Um, I can do hair. I can do makeup. I can make clothes. um, But I'm really I'm just really good and creative with my hands. And so. Um, I realized, like, yeah, I have the talent, but it wasn't something that I really wanted to do. And in yeah. high school, I wanted to <laughs> do hair, and it wasn't really where my heart was, even though I had the talent for it. And then, you know, I was like, well, you know, that was, like, what I really thought I was going to do because everybody just was like, you do hair so well. I did all my friends' hair. Yeah. Like, cosmetology <laughs> is so cool. But it wasn't where my heart was, you yeah. know, and I was uh-huh. so much more creative than – hair just hair yes and so just really like digging into myself and figuring out what did I really like what was I really passionate about um something that would grow me and challenge me as well um Mm -hmm. and that's how I kind of got to my career base I believe Simeon like he did a lot of digging while in college yeah that was my next question yeah about career wise Mm -hmm. career wise I knew what I wanted to do like coming out like I knew I knew I wanted to be around technology and I wanted to be like on the edge of technology pretty much um basically um doing something that had to do with the future I wanted to change the world type stuff (laughs) but I didn't know how I wanted to do that um so freshman year I just really focused on getting good grades um and stuff like that but I didn't understand that um that's not what companies are looking for they're looking for you know extracurricular activities like what are you doing outside of school that's that's going to set you apart from the pack? And um, yeah. I kind of figured that out as, you feel me, I'm in class helping all my friends and everything, <laughs> and they come back with these huge internships, and I went home for the summer, but, you feel me, I'm helping them on their homework. I'm like, how, <laughs> how this happening? Yeah. Like, how am I, like why am I not... <laughs> Why am I not, you know, getting these things? Um, yeah. It's because I really wasn't doing nothing outside of school. Like, I, I, want, I wasn't going to any, like, um, hackathons, any, like, um, career building. Just networking in general. You feel me? Yeah. Like, I wasn't doing none of that. And so um, once I got to that point sophomore year of, like, all right, I'm finna, I'm finna go off the grid and go to everything that I possibly can for my major, which is computer science. So, like, after that, it just – like the the world blew up for me. Like I started getting so many opportunities. Yeah. Um, being able to intern at a lot of cool companies. That say that again. What year did that happen? That happened. Um, I would say my junior year. year yeah. My junior year is when I really started, like actually, like branching out and trying to go to all these different places. Like I, I was able to go to California and um, view all the companies, like. Twitter, Uber, and you know Walmart out there, and yeah. all the cool stuff, and it really opened my mind. Like this stuff is possible. Like you can actually be there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I do believe, to my knowledge, that you are from Mobile, right? Yeah, I am. Okay, yes, so you went to school at A and M. It's kind of, it's a big difference between me and Desi coming from Ohio. I just. Do you feel like once you found your major and your path, like, did you want to leave the state or did you wish to stay there and do what you want? Who, me? 
No, no, you not you. I know, I know you. You left. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same shit I'm on. But as far as Sam, like he he came from there. Like he knew he know Alabama. He knew it. He been there. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, for my major in computer science, there is no, there was no life for me in Alabama for real. Like. Everything there is like defense. So I was either going to be at Northrop Grumman or Lockheed uh-huh. and I was going to be with missiles and stuff and all that, which is pretty cool. But and it just wasn't my type of vibe. It wasn't my feel. And I knew that I wasn't going to be. It seemed uniform. It, it is. It's really uniform and it's really like outdated to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm visioning you in like a real colorful ass office yes. with a bunch yes. of very much Apple, there. very much yeah, yeah. you know, free spirited but still tech, you know? Yeah, everybody working, but everybody looks like they have the time of their life. Yep. Is. That's what I that's what I wanted that's what I wanted to do and that's what I that's what yeah. I kinda do now, man. That's what's up. That is what's up. Um my next question to both of you all uh I do feel like all three of us can relate. Do you feel like uh, through college and where y'all at now, did you realize like you was vibrating higher than some people and you didn't really know how to say it to them? You just veered off and just did your own thing and eventually they got heed to it? Oh my God, that happened (laughs) with so many of my like friends. You feel me? Like freshman year, you you really just latch on to everybody for real. It's like yeah, yeah, we yeah, all it's we all in the same place. We not with our parents. We finna turn up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but as you start getting older and really like focusing down on what you want to do in life and and what purpose you want to have and what mark you want to leave, everybody don't want to leave the same mark you're trying to leave. So it just naturally separates y'all and there's really nothing you can do about it. And I think that's what what you said, like the mark and what you want to stand for, what you want to be known for. That was like my biggest thing that like, I don't want to say elevated me, but just put me on a different path from different people that I was associated with freshman year, even sophomore year. Like it just, it just put me on a different path and I just had to get acquainted to the people who wanted to have the same purpose as me, leave kind of the same mark as me, get to the same places, you know what I'm saying? Get to their goals even. And that's what made it more because some people didn't care about the mark that they left or it was just (laughs) more about, you know, having fun and turning up. And it wasn't necessarily the mark that I wanted to leave. I wanted it to be impactful. You know, um, you know, me and Sim, we wanted to lead people to Christ. So it was just. And was. (laughs) Yeah, and was. So like, it was just, I think we just definitely we just chose a different path we wanted to leave a different mark and um the people who it's not like it was hard feelings that we you know just chose different paths to go on but it was just it just happened naturally it's just life you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying yeah um well now that i'm on that topic uh are y'all more aware of now that y'all are on y'all paths are y'all more aware of an associate and a friend. Oh yes, <laughs> I'm. I'm really good at distinguishing the two as far. As I feel like I'm better than Sim at doing it. What? But, um... <laughs> so, so we get into a competition now, I mean, huh? It's not a competition, <laughs> but I just feel like Simeon's friend friendship range is so broad. 
<laughs> because he's so he just consider everybody a friend, a homie, a homeboy. You know, and as me, I'm like very distinct. No, you're a coworker. <laughs> you are someone I know from someone. I know her because we went to school together. Like, I don't use the term so loosely. Um, I think that's, and I wouldn't say that Sim uses it loosely, but he just has a broader range. Of I friends. would say this. I have a broader toleration for people than a lot of people do. Like I'm, I could I could start a conversation with anybody, and we can literally be talking for like three hours, and that's how you build friendships. Desi will be like, "Yeah, I don't really want to talk to you. I don't know you like that." But I feel like that's <laughs> with with the environment exactly. <laughs> so I feel you up north. It's not really that. Like I get what you're saying because I've been down south for like six years, so. You could talk to anybody, and they gonna talk, and we gonna talk, and exactly. they gonna and talk, gonna be friends. and they gonna talk. But up north, oh no, we don't do that chit chat. What's oh, no, we chit chat no, for? No chat. Is the first question is who are you? Exactly. What <laughs> did you come you know here me? for? What are, What are you wanting to know all this for? Yeah, it's, <laughs> we think it's a backstory. Like it's, it's an ulterior motive. Yeah. See, in the south, it ain't no ulterior motives. We know everybody cool, everybody chill, and if you're not. You feel me? We're going to find out. Yeah, we don't like to find out. Yeah, exactly, because yeah. I don't even want to know if I don't yeah, have to. We don't really want to know. <laughs> nah. But yeah, um, it's, that's fun, because Simeon, like, I, I like that we are, like, God has funny ways of placing people together to balance each other out. So yeah. He literally, like, gets me out of that box. And he's like, like, even, like, we're in a new city now where we don't know anybody and we're trying to make friends. And I'll have like somebody over, and he'll be like, "Oh, so yeah, that's your friend." I'm like, "Well, she ain't my friend yet, but she cool." <laughs> she on a trial, like, <laughs> she on a trial. <laughs> you know. But he he gets me opened up a little more, and a little more, um, I guess, like receiving of people. Um, yeah. Whereas for me, I definitely balance him out. Like, hey, you need to hold off on just inviting them everywhere. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you can't just bring everybody in your energy. Exactly. You can't bring everybody around in this bubble now. Yeah. Um. Another question for the couple. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I am holding y'all up, but I got... Nah, I got this is good. So we weren't doing nothing. We just going to be eating dinner <laughs> and watching the game. Yeah. Um... Okay, that's a good one. Why aren't marriages like our grandparents lasting? Do you know why? Mm, that's good. You said why are why uh, aren't marriages like our grandparents lasting? Like how marriages used to last back then? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I ooh, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of reasons. It's a lot that goes into but that. Bottom line, the reason why marriages don't last is because they don't choose each other. You know what I mean? It's like baseline at the end of the day, love is going to be a choice that you make. Um, I used to believe it was a feeling. I used to believe that, you know, whatever girl made me, you know, feel that way every day. Like, Oh my gosh, I got the little butterflies. You feel me? Like, nah, bro. I got all that <laughs> exactly. back in the nah, day. Bro. That's how like, at, when you were a young, like a young kid, you feel me? Like that's what, that's what, I used to think love was, but love is actually a decision that you have to make even yeah. when the feelings isn't there. 
And yeah. you have to define why that why you're going to make that decision. And you have to make sure that it's worth it. And some people feel like feel like after it. certain mistakes or whatever, like especially now, like I feel like as a generation or the younger generations, because I mean technically we're not in the millennials, but millennials and down, like I feel like we have a lower tolerance level for a lot of things. Do you think and that because, because our parents... and because we have a lower tolerance level, we deem that person not worthy. We deem that person person not worthy of our love and that we don't have to choose them. Even despite vows that we may have taken, despite um who's who's in relationships or whatever. Not saying that, you know, you just need to settle for things like abuse and stuff like that. Not saying that, but you know, I feel like even millennials, like we don't even have tolerance level for even simple communication problems that y'all could have and y'all could yeah. ash hash out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so with that, when you don't have that tolerance to even just have the patience to deal with somebody and keep choosing them, even when it seems like you don't have to, um, marriages won't last. Marriages will fall apart. <laughs> Sounds like you gotta nurture the love that you aspire to have with that person yeah yeah you only put in what you get what you only get what you put in you know what i'm saying like you ain't gonna get nothing that you ain't watering you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and and think about this something that popped into my mind too like just think about careers um or as in regards to relationships too like back in the day like if they chose something that they was doing they stayed at that company for like 30 years. I mean, you see man. what I'm saying? Like yeah. they just had a resolve in that, you know, whole era that whatever they was gonna do, they was gonna do forever. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we don't like a job now. It's like, all right, I'm finna just get a new job. I mean, it's so funny because like we be itching, like don't even be at jobs for full years, and we like, yeah, I'm about to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm about exactly. to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to get up out of here. I ain't liking this. Yeah, so I think, so I think all in all, it's a it's a, it's a commitment issue. Yeah, commitment issue and a mentality that you know, uh, I don't know if it's society that's influenced a lot of younger people to just not have any resolve or you know not mm-hmm. you know be able to stick to certain things but that is something that i think plays a part it's 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 a sense of like not not understanding delayed gratification yeah. and also like fear too because watching so many bad marriages that your grandparents and stuff have stayed Ooh, in, say you that. know what i'm saying <laughs> watching that you're like oh now i do need to have that low tolerance i need to put up my walls i need to like not put up with bullshit you know and it's and it's hard because you need to find a balance you have to find a good balance to where it's like you know i have my commitment issue i can stay committed i can work through things i can't put in the time but I, but also I don't have to put up with, you know, bad marriages or bad cycles, you know, things like that. So, yeah, it's a number of things, but I definitely think all in all, it's just the big, the big issue is the commitment issue and the fear. Um, I've, well, I'm going to say, as far as me answering my own question, I do feel it is possible, mm-hmm. um, but you you know how like you get those you run into those certain people and it's like they have an impact on you regardless of how small it was you know those people have that I guess endurance to withstand something serious yes so I I immediately got that from both of y'all not even when y'all was together I just knew 
y'all would be with somebody because y'all have a lot to give. I could just tell. Like, was, <laughs> That's was... so funny. Simeon actually has more to give than me. I'm <laughs> both so funny. But um, but that's funny because um, Simeon, like, okay, so while we were, I wouldn't say, like, we weren't dating, but we were trying to figure out if we were going to date or not. And um, we were, like, in that talking stage, um, just friends, kind of, whatever you want to call it. Entanglement. And, um, <laughs> and, um, An entanglement. <laughs> and, um... I was like, um, I had a soul tie with my ex, and I ended up like calling Simeon my ex's name, not once, but on multiple occasions. <laughs> but it, I feel like that's kind of good and bad that it's happening. But <laughs> you're comfortable with Sim, so you, it's reminding you of the same comfortable space you had with the last person. But that also can be put in the wrong situations, like sex. Don't say that nigga's name during sex. That's this is not okay. Right, and I mean nah. that we weren't having like sex like then. So, I mean, it wasn't like that, but still, like it definitely hurt his feelings. And so it was. So I mean, funny. wouldn't like, it hurt yours? Huh? Wouldn't it hurt yours if he said I somebody's mean, name? Yes, of course. <laughs> oh, I threw so, out. I threw so out the, the same thing. day. I said, look, you can't even look. <laughs> look, I'm talking to way too many people for you to be the one right now. You feel me? You're gonna have to go ahead and get out, baby. And that's so funny because we had this conversation before, like uh if he if the roles were switched, like would I have put up with it and like invited me back and helped me like get over that whole situation and break that soul tie and stuff like that? And I was like, honestly, Simeon, I wouldn't have been there. I was left. <laughs> and he was just like, how could you like say that? And I was like, honestly, Simeon, I really feel like I was surprised that you even did that because I was for sure, I was for sure knowing in my heart that it was that. <laughs> I couldn't believe you gave me another chance. <laughs> it was, it was, it were, I'm, I'm going to tell you really what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. I prayed oh, about it and God had to talk yeah. to the boy. <laughs> and it was like, look, what you got here is potential. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's something that you can grow with. Now, depending on how she handles this situation, it's gonna tell you can you grow with it or not. You feel me? It's not what it. the people do. It's what the people is what people do after the situation has oh, occurred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? The real. It's how do they grow from this situation? And if yeah. she can grow on her mistakes then that is something that you can grow with in life. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. You had said earlier, uh, you put your, you had tried to put yourself in his shoes. Mm -hmm. Do you use, do y'all both use that in your marriage now? Like, in certain situations, you put yourself in the other person's shoes? Like, got to. transparency wise? Oh, have, have to. to. Have to. It's impossible for you to like, be in the marriage and not think of the other person. How would this make so? The, how would this make my significant other feel? You feel me? Now, if I was doing this, would they be doing this? You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. if I said that, how would they feel? Or what um, did did that start with marriage, or was that before y'all got married as well? Oh, it was before we got married as well. It just uh, definitely more it's, here. It's on, a, it's on a, it's on a, it was on a lesser scale when we yeah. were to, when we were just talking or just friends, you know what I'm saying? Because like, 
I wasn't obligated to her and she wasn't obligated to me when we were like dating or when we were, you know, just friends. You know what I'm saying? It grows on the scale as you, you know, get married and everything. Um, I know religion plays a major role in y'all relationship, which I am very, very proud of because <laughs> just the, the initial of me seeing both of y'all being proposed and married at the school and at Bible study was just, there's no reason for them not to do it. <laughs> It's no reason. Like that was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. So I I want to get into the stuff we don't talk about. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's um, do it. Toxic love. Toxic uh, love. Was at a point in time did y'all ever face any tox toxic? How do you say that? Toxicity. 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 Yeah, we go. In in y'all relationship. In our relationship. Okay, let's see any toxicity in our relationship um as i wouldn't say say the right word (laughs) go ahead what you say say the right words (laughs) yeah i want to say i don't want to say that we i don't want to say we did while we were dating i wouldn't say we faced any toxic behavior I, i i think we I think we faced some like toxic residue from our last relationships that affected, you know, how we interacted with each other. That's good. Great example yeah. being there we go. That was <laughs> you feel me? Great example, of course, you know, what she what she brought up earlier. It's just like I feel like we 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 were in relationships that weren't <laughs> great. Great. And we carried that baggage into what we were trying to build in college. You feel me? So it wasn't more toxic behavior that we faced. It was like residue from toxic relationships that we may have been a part of in, mm-hmm. in the past. Yes, for sure. So did y'all help each other go through the toxic or it was was it like too much when you realize like, okay, this is toxic. This is a toxic thing that she does or he does. Let me just, do I really want to do this? Because that's a lot to deal with. Um, I think it brought like red, I wouldn't say red flags. I think it brought like yellow flags up um, to where it was like, hello. Yeah, I feel like the yellow flag is the warning. The red flag is the alarm. Like There we go. (laughs) The yellow flag is the slow down, you know, hold on, you know. But the red flag is the wait the heck a minute. Like, it's the, the yeah. So, um, I feel like it raised yellow flags, like, and then we would bring attention to it, and then we would help each other. Like, for instance, um, Simeon definitely helped me break that soul tie and, you know, really work on me separating my life and how I associated different things in my life with my ex to it just being things that I like, things that I wanted to do, you know, and, you know stuff like that and then with him like I feel like one thing that he brought was like just insecurity um and I definitely had to help him with that um just just I guess with reassurance and that helped um also with like learning his love language and all that stuff so yeah I um I feel like as black men we have a lot of insecurities we don't even know about until it gets to a certain extent in the relationship like like oh i didn't even know i was insecure about this for real like i was really wasn't that pressed about it 
like for me, for example, with Kaya, um, mm. when we got together, I had just came back from coming home because I had no money. Right. <laughs> so I was building and still in school. So I met her through Chrissy. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of just a spring of the action because I was building. I had just moved in the husband place. Like I was homeless before that. I was staying on y'all couch. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't, I wasn't trying to take her serious because I couldn't even take myself serious at the time. So I built myself up. And then as the relationship got deeper and deeper, I realized from me handling my own business, I don't want you beside me all the time, but it's kind of, just take heed to what my process is. Like, just respect the process. My journey is way different from yours. I don't have the same outlets as yours, but I don't want to be shunned at all from the person I love. So when I came back from going home once more, she had accumulated friends and I did not know of them. And yeah. I assume we all had mutual friends. So I'm very optimistic about, about friends, just like Sam. Like I'm I'm down to meet people. I like guess it's, it's no issue with that, but I want it to be genuine from the jump. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, I'm gonna assume and immediately assume that it's some other shit. I'm gonna immediately go to the dark place. Like it's some other yeah. shit going on because you're not telling me. So when you don't tell somebody the the simplest of things like if you if Desi was in a room with a bunch of males and these are her legitimate co-workers or her friends mm-hmm. it's just a man-to-man respect for them to introduce themselves because they know you are with a man exactly is <laughs> like, is just little stuff like that and I I myself didn't say what I should have said then I just let it boil over and boil over and boil over and that's what most of the arguments was was that right there I just I didn't know. And then it got to the point where that was the outlet. Like, if we was beefing, she would go there. Yeah. So I got insecure about it. It's like, this is your runaway place? <laughs> like, yeah. that's not cool. I'm supposed to be that. Like, we supposed to hash it out. So yeah. I think throughout that, I got exhausted. Like, I feel like that was my toxic. I didn't know how to explain my feelings, for real, for real. And then that's, I wouldn't have learned if that wouldn't happen. But yeah. As far as that and y'all situations, as far as you, the soul ties, I feel like each person you f- have that infatuation with, it recreates yourself and you don't even know it. Like, <laughs> no, even... and that's the thing. Like, when I was, when it was happening, like with Simeon, like I was, I didn't even realize it. Like, it was so funny because, like, the first time that I called him my ex's name, I was, I literally was like, oh, I just messed up everyone's name. I call everybody everyone's name. And he was like, nah, I think that's something different. And then it happened again. And I was like, oh, maybe it is something else. (laughs) But you don't even realize, like, what it is until it's happening, like. And you're like, oh, okay. And then you realize, like, okay, now I do need to fix that or whatever. So sometimes it does just, it takes that experience. It takes that, I mean, I hate to say it, that wrong experience to really expose, like, what's under the rug that you try to push back or, you know. Yeah. Um, My next question with you both. Well, no, no, no. I'm going to focus more on one-on-one. Uh, Sim. Hi. Okay. 
So I feel like we all know what's going on in the world. <laughs> For sure. I have a couple of other, well, not, I'm going to say other, I have line brothers that are just now getting into the world, like BB, for instance. Mm-hmm. He just moved to Texas. Um, he started off good, but it's just been rocky. And he's one of those people that I put not y'all in the same category as far as like personality, but y'all both are pretty outgoing people. So mm-hmm. he um, told me, I want to say a couple of days ago, about like he asked me what was my symphony and I still don't know how to answer it. So I'm I'm gonna keep relaying this <laughs> question to everyone else. But he was like, just ask every black man what's their symphony. And I still don't know how to answer it. So I'm I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> what's your symphony, Sim? What's my symphony? Yes, like in life. I don't even know how to answer that. I would I have to know what a symphony is like. I'm thinking he has said it as far as like music, but no, he wasn't pertaining to that. He was like, "What's your symphony in life? Like, what is, what is that your muse? Like, what's yeah, what makes you tick? Yeah, what's not tick? even what makes you tick, but what is the goal in your life? Like, you can sit back and be like, huh, this is what I wanted to. This oh, what I okay. want to be. So, what is that thing that's gonna give me complete peace? Yeah, if completion. It's, if it's accomplished. Yeah. I would say, I would say, you know, completing my purpose, you feel me, as far as whatever God wants me to do um, with my life. Uh, And that could be, that could be for anybody, you know, just what is, for me, I think that's going to be influencing people to, you know, be better, you know, and also you can't really, you can't give from an empty cup. So, of course, I'm going to have to you know, make myself better and achieve different things and really um, go hard for myself to kind of lead others. But I think that if I lead others positively and, you know, bring souls to Christ as well, you feel me? Because that's what, something that I, you know, feel that I'm on the earth to do. <clears throat> but I think that if if I influence another peop- another person's life positively, if I make them smile that day, um, if I make another friend or influence other people to do other people to do the same, I feel like that'll be my symphony. Like I feel like that'll be something I could look back on my life and be like, "Yeah, I I did what I did." So you want to be like a humanitarian? Yeah, a humanitarian of sorts, you know. Um, and that also has to do with a lot of giving. Um, that's something that I wasn't good at <laughs> in college. I was not good at giving. Um my time, my my efforts, my resources to others. And so I feel like... I feel like um, that's good, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I feel like... Good to an extent. I yeah, to like, an extent. To an extent. <laughs> I feel like if I do that in the future and, and grow that in the future, I feel like that'll make me a well-rounded person. To, you know, that'll give me my symphony. Okay. Well, I still can't answer it with that, but... <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, though. I'm, You know, some people feel like they've met it, their goal in life once they have the career and the wife. Do you feel like you feel like it's more than that? It's definitely more than that. Because once you get it, think about it. Like a lot of people, you feel me, feel that way once they, you know, once they think about those things. But once you get there, 
you have the wife or you have the career, you realize how small a part that is to play <laughs> yeah. in the grand scheme of things. I feel like I knew that already, but I wanted to ask y'all because y'all two have already done both. So it's kind of like I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like it's boring, but I know it would be way more once you got it. Like what now? <laughs> exactly. Like what the, now? What are we gonna do now? Everybody for the person knows. that feels that way, I would ask them like, all right, if you take your wife away, you feel me, or you take your career away, what? What do you have to offer the offer the world, offer the earth? You feel me? Like, and if you can't think of anything else, then <laughs> that's literally like, yeah, you got some work to do. What What we doing? <laughs> yeah, What's really going on? You feel me? So, well, you kind of answered my next question. It It was, do you feel defined with the achievements, or are you still growing? But it sounded like both of y'all are still growing, which is great. <laughs> I would have kind of ended this interview short if y'all was like, yeah, we done. This <laughs> like, yeah, we just gonna cut this shit short. <laughs> uh, we 23. It's it's too much to like see and do that, you know, we no one can be there at 23, you feel me? I mean, yeah. <laughs> like you think about the live as NBA players and everything like that, they really don't hit that prime to about 28, 29, 30, you feel me? And that's not even, I'm sorry, I know you was asking Simeon just questions, but that's not even, like, to take for granted, like, what we have achieved now, because, I mean, it's major that we are where we are at 23, but at the same time, we know that we still have different other goals to meet, we still have other people to inspire, other people to reach, like, so, to just sit here and be like, yeah, we got our careers going, we married, like, and that's it. Like that's so that's so beneath us. That's so bottom barrel of what God wants for us, you know? Yeah. It's another reason why y'all were here. So I'll just be so happy to see y'all and hear y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like they is really doing it. Like what so many people wish and think they could handle and do, y'all really just jump forward in it and y'all making it work. Regardless of what is being not being broadcasted or what is being shown on social media and whatnot because everybody's going to have their own opinion on y'all but it i don't i think your real friends are going to just look over the they're still together like we we hear all of that other shit he say she say but look at them (laughs) you feel me yeah like do you see all of that do you see do you hear none of that from them no so it's really mind your business i had to i had to recently check somebody because I was telling them that I was going to have y'all on here. And it was just like, I know for a fact, you ain't talked to them. I ain't talked to them. So just shut up. Like, <laughs> you, you just don't know. You just don't know. And it, it, it came from, I don't know where that came from. It just, it, I felt like I was defending my friends. A couple cool you better points. defend us for she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, now that y'all are together and those goals have been met, what are the new goals that y'all have created together? Mm, that's a good question. Um. Well, we want to have a business together. And that's something that we've been looking into. Yeah, don't want to work for somebody else forever. Um. I think, yeah. I think, and the larger goal of that, I think, is um, financial freedom. Um. Uh, I think we're already, you know, really close to, you know, have well, we we pretty much are financially free right now, just because we don't have any debt or anything like that. 
but just creating more to give to others is is a big goal of ours um so that we can actually give back and you know do all those things what you think yeah what you say okay i'm just <laughs> checking in you feel me? i don't want to say nothing <laughs> that ain't from the unit but uh i think another goal is i think we want to influence uh or increase our influence um i don't know how it is gonna be you know, De- Desi loved the socials and everything like that. So and you, she loved um, YouTube and Instagram. But you um, work for those platforms, though. So I, I do. You feel me? I do. <laughs> in in a uh, in a sense, you know, I do. But um, I think I think for me, it's like I'm just so bogged down with all the flexors and everybody that's trying to you know, quietly say they're not flexing and then be like, hop on Instagram, like, oh, yeah, I'm not flexing. I hate people who flex, Basically, but I'm just like going to flex said, right like, now. Like how people will put their, you know, their glamour story on social media, but you really don't know the backstory and yeah. people's real friends, like how you, you know, even though you haven't talked to us in a while, like, you know our true nature and what we're about. So, like... Yeah, real friends don't got to talk all the time. Know that. Exactly. So. Exactly, like... I, um, I've learned that through Kanisha <laughs> and and y'all and a couple other people that you know we don't have to talk every day to solidify the friendship. And I don't got to broadcast on social media when I come up on a small goal. <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> I, big, I, I oh my gosh, that gets on my nerves sometimes. Just seeing that all the time. Like I just. That's why I don't really broadcast a lot on social media, just because I don't want to be one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm glad y'all not that couple that I always see on my social accounts. <laughs> I would be kind of annoyed, but I wouldn't be annoyed. I'd be happy, but it's, uh, I know y'all, <laughs> y'all got business to do. Like, it's, it's the game sure. time now. It's leg work. And I won't, I, won't, I won't bash anybody. You feel me? That's like big milestones and everything like that. Yeah, I'm going like to let that. you do your shit. <laughs> I'm going to let you do what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? I really, I really, I I like to see people succeed and everything, but as far as everybody that, that's doing it for attention, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't like that yeah. from, for myself. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. Very big on minding your business. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think that's another reason why I like y'all so much. Y'all mind y'all damn business. <laughs> like we may we may let y'all in on news or whatever some news but it's always a mind your business because you never know like the work that we put in on to get yes, you the achievements yes. or whatever and we never want that wrong eye that you know people gonna talk regardless I mean I'm sure they was talking when we got engaged but <laughs> that's neither uh-huh. here nor there like we never want that negative outlook or that negative attention to come from our blessings and things like that. So that's why it's more so, uh, you know, we'll, we had, we definitely have praise reports. We definitely have, have hit great milestones, but if it's not, if you're not a close enough friend that we can really share that with and really like know that it's genuine, know that you're going to give us genuine celebration and really celebrate with us, then we don't need, we don't we don't need to broadcast it to the world because all of their attention may not be genuine. All that yeah. fake love is not real love. It's, it's, and some of it ain't even needed. Exactly. Everything's just gonna be grounded in humbleness for, for me. Also. 
that's what that is for sure um do you all feel like both of y'all can take on a mentee now given the milestones that y'all have done um well i think for me i think wait we, so you saying as far as relationship wise I'm or you talking, talking about career wise the, like, the whole thing if y'all were to go back to AM and just speak about y'all journey would you take in people that are similar to y'all or better yet couples that are in college that aspire to be not y'all but to that same extent i'm focused in my craft and i want a companion while i'm doing it <laughs> and is it possible through this age at now because this what what y'all just did and doing is not uh I'm, I'm gonna say it's pretty old school that's why i like it for real yeah um, it's more so leg work than just let's just get married and see what it, what happens and i'm gonna do it because everybody else is doing it why not let's see if it works i think i would say this i think that there there are a lot of different things in your life that you can learn from and different people that you can learn from so for example when we were in college we had mentors that were about 30 to 35 in that age range. And we were looking at them as far as tips on, you know, how did y'all meet? What what things should we be doing in our singleness? Or, you know, what should we be doing right now to prepare ourselves for marriage? So I think that if you're looking to do anything in life, you should look ahead to people who have been there and people who have done it um, to gain that knowledge. And I think that as far as, you know, dating in college and, and getting married, that's something that we've done. So we could definitely provide some insight mm-hmm. um, as far as mentorship and things like that. Yeah. So, I mean. I also think like um, for career wise, though, um, I feel like me personally, I would not want a mentor um, just because I'm still getting my feet wet. Um, I've been rebranding for for a year. And so, <laughs> and so, and so, just because I'm like getting my feet wet, I wouldn't want to confuse or even lead somebody astray just yet. But definitely, once I launch, I would love to have a mentor just to teach them things that I didn't know that Anim didn't teach me that I had to dig for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, that's something that I would love to do. And I feel like Simeon does this already, just with like different people that reach out to him in the computer science department asking him like how did you get your job you don't code like how does that work and so i definitely think career-wise that too like well when i get there yes for me but definitely for simian um career-wise i would love especially if they're like in a hbcu or even had the same experiences that we've had where Mm -hmm. we've had to kind of like dig for the the yeah you had to like dig for the you know how it is you know how it is you have to figure it out for yourself and so I would love to mentor um like people going through that same thing because it is hard trying to figure out you know what you want to do but you're trying to figure out how to get there and people don't know how to tell you how to get there so yeah um I want to rewind a little bit uh, back to me and Desi's similarity with us being in affiliation with an organization. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know if y'all were talking or dating around that time, but y'all both done well seen people go through that and yeah how how do how would you feel if you weren't the person in the organization or trying to be a part of it but with someone that was do you feel like you could be still be with that person through all of that Simeon, go ahead. I guess that's a question for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, y'all answer two at once because I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know y'all was. There. I was well, the person that was. You feel me? There at. Well, he wasn't there like while I was um I had to... joining. He wasn't there while I was joining. However, um, he was there for my Even first <laughs> my rookie year, yeah. basically. Like yeah, you know, <laughs> you know how that goes, and so. I was at practices late, like come get me from come get me from the gym at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in like five days because I'm dancing. <laughs> Feed me. Oh my god! Take me to this performance. Do this. Do that. You feel me? I'll be gone it was funny days. though, cause like all her teachers and everything, they would know that like she's out dancing and stuff. So her teachers would call me soccer mom. Cause I'm out here feeding folks. Running I'm out here around. running errands. You feel me? <laughs> wow. Just doing all type of crazy stuff. So I I feel like it's it's basically what you want to do or what you what you got the capacity to do. Yeah, that's that's that again that tolerance level. Like what what do you what do you tolerate? Now I feel like if if Simeon was in the, like if I was in Simeon's if Simeon was in my shoes and I was and it was reversed, I definitely feel like I would have been able to do something like that. Um, I like uh, aiding and helping and giving when I can, but that was definitely a stretching season for Simeon because, like he said, like he wasn't that type of person in college, always giving his time and his gas and his money. <laughs> like he was. He was like, I don't want to keep doing this, but um, were we friends at the time? Or yeah, we? we were still friends. No, we that was sophomore friends. year. So yeah, like at that time, I was like, I was like, it was whatever. So mm-hmm. I was like, you feel me? If if you need this, it's all good. But I was I was doing that. So you didn't at all feel like upset that she was? Oh no, going through her achievement like her self goal like this is what she wanted outside of me it was no but like why are you doing this to yourself it was so it was i ain't gonna lie it was points at time like when i when i saw the stress Mm -hmm. or when i saw the the or when i got the backlash yeah, and I'm I like, and I look, going yeah, like you heard all of the. I'm like, look, you need to go ahead and cut that out your life if you tripping yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't got day, the problem. The next day, I was in practice. You feel oh me? God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna talk my stuff, but next day I'm going. Back I'm going. To I'm gonna go tomorrow though. <laughs> exactly. I was literally like, all right, Desi, either you gonna quit or you gonna <laughs> shut up. She's like, I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> literally i'm gonna shut up but i think also like he got the back end of it like he didn't get the joining part he got the rookie year part which was like a lot less uh you know a lot less craziness a, a lot, lot less, less demanding a lot less demanding um a lot less disappearing and things so so it was chill i <laughs> yeah I think I had a um, different 
experience. Definitely. Oh, for sure. I mean, we would we would have we would have thought that we would have. But no, 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 a not even more. not even the that experience. I'm saying the aspect of both of y'all. Like, oh, okay. The the relationship of someone not and someone is, and it was it wasn't. I got more of a aggressive love. I want to say, like, yeah. It was more so. I'm sick of you going through this shit. Like, yeah, I, don't, I see what you mean. I don't want to talk to your ass no more because it's just stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the time, of course, you're not really even trying to think to explain. Like, cause I'm, cause it, throughout it, it's gonna be times where you're gonna be like, "Why the fuck am I here?" <laughs> yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. So, I think in that, I like that y'all both were positive about it, and it wasn't you really had to juggle both of those lifestyles and be like, "Damn, I never would have thought I had to choose over either or to a serious extent." Yeah. See, I think it was really. I think it was really timing too because at that time I wasn't requiring anybody to make a choice about anything yeah because I wasn't making any choices either you feel and, me? and plus we were friends like we, we weren't friends. we weren't exclusively dating <laughs> then because nobody so. was doing anything that was a that was a main focus outside of classes so yeah it was perfect it was perfect timing like yeah. He was he was in communication with other friends, other, other girls, other associates. I, yeah. I, I, was, I was able to do what I needed to do. It was you know, almost we perfect able, for our friendship because, yeah, like, because we were I wouldn't see it. I wouldn't have to see her until twelve o'clock after she got after practice. <laughs> yep, and then a couple hours for then, and then after that, next day, <laughs> next day. <laughs> you feel me? So it's like we we were able to build a good friendship, but. It, when it was time for us to really, when we started feeling each other, we definitely told each other, was like, look, I'm feeling you, you feeling me? All right, okay. Let's <laughs> see how we gonna move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. so do you feel like uh, you was comfortable with the routine for a while? I was definitely comfortable <laughs> with the routine because I'm like, look, I don't got to see you till a certain time. You're cool with me just... You know, picking you up from here, we can chill, talk. Hey, Sam, I knew you was feeling good. I'm asking Desi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, honestly, I didn't care because of like how, like, I don't know if you know knew this, Rashi, but um, like during that year, I was like, I was on a gear stretch of no dating anyway. Oh, so, yeah, I do. I do know. <laughs> yeah, remember? So, yes. I was totally fine with that. Like, I was fine with him doing enough. what he needed to do because at the end of the day, I had, like, this confidence that really probably stood out to Simeon anyway. Yeah. Um, but I had this confidence of, like, I mean, I'm the catch. I'm but you, I'm it, you so were, whatever you, you do, the group, like, huh? You and the group that you were around had that, like... Yeah, we came down here like that. Like, we did, and that's the thing. Like, we definitely did. Like, I I don't have a problem with you doing what you need to do because I'm gonna be right here doing what I need to do. So if you don't catch around to what I'm doing, too bad. Don't worry about it. Like, don't worry about it. I am not tripping. And um, that was the whole thing. Like, I think that's what really caught Sydney's attention was that I wasn't tripping. I wasn't tripping about who he was talking to, who he was going to hang out with, who was over before me. When I walk in the same house, when we in the same car with some other girls in the backseat, I, I didn't care. 
because that's none of my business. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, that was my business. We're just friends. We're nothing more. I, I, I think I knew my, I knew my place. Like, and I wasn't trying to be a girlfriend before my time. I wasn't trying to make him a boyfriend before his time or anything like that. So, like, that whole timing of me just, you know, being a house arrest, going to dance at different schools and traveling and being gone for the weekend. Like, I was able to be free and be me. And he was able to be free and be him. And then when it came towards the end of my time being with house arrest and knowing that I wanted to put more of my energy in my other organizations and stuff, then that's when we decided, like, hey, maybe we should really figure out if this is going to go somewhere or not. You know? Hmm. So that's kind of how that went. Okay. I'm glad I got a different outlook on that. (laughs) (laughs) It was a a challenge for the kid. Yeah. (laughs) It was a challenge. It was a challenge. Because y'all, I... (laughs) accumulated a five thousand dollar hospital bill <laughs> like, that was from what, a couple of visits outside of me already having a heart problem <laughs> yeah exactly so, uh i got another question how did you feel once you were done <sighs> um i feel like when i was done it made it it made me i mean okay truthfully when I was done in the moment, when I was done, I was relieved. However, later on, like weeks on it, especially like how my joining process was, it was so long and strenuous. It made me not want to do anything else again. And I kind of feel like no, I should I feel have you. I feel you. done other organizations before that because um because of that being my first impression like it ruined everything for everything else i <laughs> i wanted to maybe join like i wanted to join That's ward so and it's so sad it's so sad i wanted to join ward i even like i even like entertained the thought of being uh of joining greek but i mean it literally just ruined the taste in my mouth it it just made everything seem like it wouldn't be worth it um <laughs> Because of the because of the experience that I had, I felt like it wasn't worth it wasn't worth it, um, and I had wasted so much time like that. All my my whole freshman year, like I can't remember anything else but that. Oh, I'm so sorry because I enjoyed my freshman year. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, and I feel like that's what I should have done though. Like I feel like have. I should have really enjoyed my freshman year. I I feel like I enjoyed the first two months <laughs> yeah literally like two months and that was it like the um, rest of the first was it was a done deal now i'm i mean those memories were i mean those memories are cherished with dearly, my brothers and sisters dearly <laughs> but it definitely it definitely ruined the taste of my mouth for anything else um I on that so i think my my upbringing of being in organizations was opposite because I did a social Greek first. Right. But I knew it was getting my like feet wet of what, feet I, wet what I wanted. So I not a lot of people even knew. Like I was mm-hmm. I <laughs> before I even came to college. <laughs> yeah. So 
when I did the social, I just wanted to see really what it would be like the social part of it. Like, can mm-hmm. I really put up with other people? <laughs> can yeah, I, my tolerance outside of the goal of what we are standing for. Can I still deal with that on a business point? Because that now that's what it is on me now. That's and I'm so proud that I did it. It's, it's all business. <laughs> yeah. It's all business, but y'all are my brothers. So I definitely had a hard time explaining that to the person I was with at the moment. Um, only because they felt like they were before, which was fact with the time, but I don't that made me realize time doesn't really matter with people. <laughs> it really yeah. you may not be connected to all of them, but some of them y'all y'all gonna be connected forever. Like <laughs> not not the time so it was very very difficult um with me explaining that to the person I was with at the moment trying to yeah make them understand like it's bigger than me like I know you see me out on a limb but (laughs) look if you let me achieve this there would be a greater goal for everything around me yeah (laughs) so it's a bigger picture yes it's a bigger picture uh I don't even think Sam was so excited and I think enjoyed <laughs> at the time that he had and how it was this perfect time that he wasn't even thinking about that. And y'all wasn't in the same, I think, level of relationship as we were. Like, like. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what made the biggest difference, too. Yeah. Um, just like the t- the time that I was going through. Like my journey, the part the part that I was going through my journey and the level of relationship that we were at, and then the part that you were going through in your journey and the level of relationship that you were at, it definitely like resulted in two different results. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, do you? I feel like y'all's could have went a different way. It definitely could have. Oh, it very more could have like a pivot. But yes. I feel like it wouldn't have hurt either or because it wasn't as intimate or deep as it was on my. Oh, for aspect. sure. Because like um, when I would like go to the different schools to dance, I would be gone for weekends mm-hmm. and be at different parties. When, yeah. You know, gone. like, of course, there were conversations when we got back. Like, oh, so what were you doing? <laughs> what was going on there? Oh, like, tell me of course, about but because it. That intimate, <laughs> of course, because that relationship wasn't as far it didn't go as far you know well what if was my next question and how would (laughs) well I think if our relationship would have been a little more exclusive by that time uh, I definitely would have carried myself differently going to different going to the different um, schools and dancing period I would have definitely cared. I would have, I mean, I would have carried myself as if I was in a relationship, but because I wasn't, I wasn't well, like yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't going to. Well, yeah. And same for me. Um, if I felt like if we were in a relationship, um, I would have carried myself differently as well. Um, while she was out or going wherever she was going, I would have looked at a lot of situations different that were happening on campus while she was gone. Yeah. Like I would have had a different set of friends, you know what I'm saying? Different things to occupy my time, you know what I'm saying? Just 
you know, you you move different when you care about people and when yeah. you're in different relationships or in different periods of time. So yeah. that's why I said it was perfect because we was in the perfect time. Yeah. Definitely hit to different. I will say that. <laughs> Definitely. But I feel like I was, we, me and Desi got the same um, result as a longer line down of what we've been through and what we have now. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I still have those few and that whole experience, but throughout that, I still had somebody. So that was yes. good to have somebody because <laughs> I don't know if I could without it. The person, oh, for sure. It. Like, even like, <laughs> or the, even to the like, slightest, I mean, like, I'm not, I may not be like me, super close to, yeah, yeah. Like, I may not be like super close to everybody on my line, but like, even like, you know, when I was going through our, my journey and having Kanisha there, like, as my backbone person, and then like going through my rookie year and having that, having Sim as my backbone person to bring me food and bring me this and pick me up and all of that like it felt so great it gave me just like another you know just another piece yeah and not another piece of stress that i had to worry about uh sam do you understand your partner's journey he said do you understand your partner's journey do i understand (laughs) my partner's journey um for the third time (laughs) so i think i i think now, I mean, I do understand my partner's journey, and I understood what she was trying to do or accomplish then. Mm-hmm. Sometimes for me, it was just a tinge of it's not that serious. Um, <laughs> a tinge. A tinge of it's not that serious, you <laughs> feel me? Um, and I definitely, I wouldn't say that that's the case for a lot of different organizations. Um, it just felt that it was more of a hobby that um people you wanted to be a part of like that's <laughs> something that you wanted to do at the time yeah you know what i'm saying and i'm again i'm not saying that's for for a lot of different organizations as far as like you feel me what you want to embody and things that you want to do but it just felt a little bit of that case but bottom line i do understand her journey and i did understand her journey that was a passion that she wanted to do you know what i'm saying um, as far as some of the sacrifices that you made along the way, <laughs> I wouldn't say I wouldn't always be like, "Yeah, that's amazing. You should definitely do that for that." I don't think anyone would. So exactly, um, you feel me? You should definitely do <laughs> for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right, but if you want to dance, you want to dance. And I dance, baby. And you dance. <laughs> and I oh, understand, dear. and I'm proud of you. You're dancing. But yeah, I feel that. I, I, I do understand the journey. And my pops pledged Greek, so I, I kind of definitely understand what that meant for him and what Moms. it takes. Mom's pledged Greek, Sister. too, so I definitely understand what, well, see, what, what it happened. means to people. I know it, right? I know it. <laughs> I, I'll explain it to you, man. Okay, please <laughs> do. Because everybody sound like they a part. Oh, they was, and they definitely. all a part of the same family. Definitely. Oh. So, for me... For me, okay, I do want to hear this though. You said what? I said I do want to hear this because okay, it's really interesting. For me, um, the scales didn't weigh out. You feel me? Like it felt, it felt like what would normally, what would people would normally join 
um, an organization for, I okay. felt like I already had. You know yeah, what you I'm are. Saying? Okay, okay, okay. Especially like thinking that. in college, you know, if we being honest, a lot of a lot of people, you know, join things for connections, for um, career, for you know, uh, <laughs> relationships with females, women, things like that. And uh, or or whatever you have, you know what I'm saying? Brotherhood, um, just having those great group of friends that you know gonna follow you for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? And I felt like I had, I, I felt like I had those experiences that I wanted to have. Okay, I have a question. Do you feel like everyone who joined something was lacking something? Um, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. I would definitely wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that you know, people who joined those things were lacking something. I felt that they may have been some people now, some people are. <laughs> you feel me? Some people are yeah, lacking yeah, something. Be honest, bro. But other people are, you know, just coming as who they are and looking to add something to the the whole package that they are. You know what I mean? I will say for myself, it was both. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't know I was lacking anything until word until so yeah so Me too. yeah I, I really didn't know so as far as before I just knew it would look good with me in general like yeah on top of everything that I do which a lot a lot of people do <laughs> I'm I'm that as well so I've honed in on that but they definitely opened my eyes to like nigga it's more to it like it's it's way more to it and outside of what you see and i know we all know what we see it's actually people doing legwork to make sure that that legacy is still going like yeah as far as not even as far as you know you seeing them like it's so many other leg wheels turning that you don't see (laughs) Um, and I'm connected to him now, and I feel so good that I am because I feel like I've put my family in a good space. <laughs> like, my son's gonna be straight, my daughter's gonna be straight, just off strength of the connections I have now with, yeah, with everybody and their journeys. Like, it's still people I don't even know where they're finna be, but I know it's finna be someplace very, 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 very upper vibrations, just like me. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I will say this though. Now that I know what I know now, I wouldn't do it. Cause I, I do hear what Sam is saying. You won't know until, until. So, you really won't know. So it was. I think it was curiosity for me as well. Cause I didn't. I challenged myself with it. It was like I can do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can do this, and then it challenged me as it did, and I pulled through. But I definitely got a lot of benefits from it that I didn't know I would like my mentors is amazing yeah (laughs) amazing they may not be helping as far as what I need finance or a family or even love but they gonna tell me what career path I need to do for what I want they gonna tell me who I need to get in touch with to get at least closer to my goal or Mm -hmm. or anywhere like I'm like, yeah, I'm not even in Alabama. I'm in Atlanta now. I've been here for three months. Yeah. And I, at first, I was staying with someone we all know. And <laughs> it 
definitely was one of those situations where I realized it was more of an associate than a friend because I really needed somebody because we had just left Alabama single. <laughs> yeah. So it was um I was really clean as slate, I felt like. So the only options that I had after that ending was my mentor and my mentor ended up letting me stay with his mom <laughs> like it yeah was, it was just just spared a moment like I didn't even know this could even be a thing and it was great I didn't feel like a a burden or outside or outside it was I was already welcome like family like it was like nigga come come in like where you been at what's really going on what, what, yeah what, that's what major and I know if I hadn't done or been a part of anything, I probably would have been, well, I don't know nobody, so I had to go back home. Right? Yeah. And I'll assume you don't know. I, I think you've seen, but you don't know the day-to-day life living in that. Like, yeah. living in that long term, it's really, you really don't have no type of positive outlook on anything because you don't see anything. There's nothing happening yeah. around you. There's no events downtown there's no yep. people coming to your city or even a nope. concert like it's it's hard out it's, there it's every streets. time you go out you have to worry about dying or not and that's that's funny to people and some people like that but that was really serious down to the yeah. basketball games like yeah <laughs> especially the Dunbar Thurgood game you okay it you used to really, be crazy you have to leave early you see your parents leaving after the second half like, no, for sure. Not even so, don't even let the bell ring. You don't need to see the end score. You can see it online. <laughs> Everybody, what's the score? I was on Facebook. That's, <laughs> exactly. that's how bad it was. So just being outside of that, you I personally just wouldn't rather go home just to restart. Like I'd rather build the foundation as I'm going. Cause I've seen everybody who's built the foundation at home and they ended up staying home. Yeah. <laughs> And, got and that's the thing. They've ended up getting comfortable, getting comfortable and like, picking paths that picking were, paths that were not something enough. that they wanted to do, but they had to do. Yeah, it's I, I've been preached that for so long, and it's I've rebelled against it so long. And now, earlier today, me and my mom uh, had a coming to Jesus moment because uh, she just really wanted to know, like, why, why are you so? prone of not coming home and I have really just had to tell her it's it's so much stuff that I can't even <laughs> speak on because it's I'm so far ahead now but now I'm able to speak on it and she ended up bawling crying she was just apologetic because she didn't know that I was basically being a parent of myself throughout life <laughs> yeah because they were both arguing with the custody and child support and given the lifestyle of my father and the lifestyle of my mom is completely different. So those two yeah. environments just switching back and forth and back and forth. I didn't realize how much of a toll that took on me once I left Ohio. Like right. I was really introverted when I came to and like I didn't come out of my room unless it was people from Dayton. I know. <laughs> I, I, I or, remember or it was like if I don't know you from either or it's a no. I ain't heard of you from nothing. Don't worry about it. I go to my room and watch Netflix. Like each roommate, I ended up fighting because I never got along with them. I was cool with my sweet mates, Ron and uh, what is his name? Ron and Randall. Ron and Randall because he had Kappa now. Um, Yeah, Randall. um, Yeah, Dreads back then. Yeah, I, I was cool with them, but my roommate, it was just, I was used to living 
in my own room when I was at yeah. home. So it was definitely a, I get you, you for not from here, but I can't deal with that. And the first altercation was, you know, him having friends over and they was just parlaying in the shit. Like, <laughs> like just kicking it on my bed, watching my shit, eating my shit. It, it was definitely a... The eating would have been the yeah, last straw. Yeah, it, it was the last straws. I locked the door <laughs> and I got my one with each one of them and it never happened again. I, in fact, got a new roommate, I think the next day. Um, that was definitely something that I was like, I, nigga, you really think you at home. You're not at home no more. You really got to be a people person. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's no need for you to be your, stop being yourself. So I really think Moses and Steve are the ones who got me out of, Mo, out of my, my room, boy. out of my room because they both were really Steve, like, Mr. Everybody them knew them on campus, and I, I missed them boys. It. I hated it that they knew everybody because they wanted me to know everybody. And coming where I'm from, it's like, nigga, I'm not trying to speak to nobody. Like, okay, that's how it was to... like with Sim, like Sim knowing everybody nah, on campus. Nah, bro, and... we don't do that. I'm like, stop. <laughs> do Why do you know everybody? Why do I have to be introduced every five seconds? This is gonna be the best four years of your life. <laughs> I'm gonna make you remember this. You feel me? Yeah, I, 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 after my sophomore year, I got basically into it. Like, okay, these are people I'm going to see for years, not like on some high school shit. Like, y'all might yeah. be transferring. These are people that's going to these careers and these classes this four years long, and I'm going to keep seeing them. So yes. I definitely recreated myself a lot in college. and still am, for real, for real. But yeah. now it's more... Uh, I don't know if I'm saying the right word. Meticulous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more intentional. Yeah, like yeah. You, like you said, it's more of a. I really can't. I don't have time to make the wrong step anymore. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I've I've hit the wall so many times. <laughs> so many times. You know, yeah. I don't think neither one of y'all understand the feeling of well, Desi would. Of going back home because you couldn't afford that semester and having to oh, work, man. having to work at a factory for a good three to four months because that's all that's in the city. And, man, what? And coming like back. coming home for the summer and working your butt off, two jobs, whatever, because you had to stack for yeah. whatever. Year like, to come. Exactly. Like, I mean, I almost didn't even. I almost wasn't even at A and M. Yeah, you because you get comfortable because the money. Yeah, because I didn't have the money. Thank God they gave me a full ride. If they wouldn't have gave me a full ride, my mother would have been like, "Yeah, Sinclair." <laughs> Quickly, I even I even went for a summer. Actually, yep, that was yep. that was crazy, and I'm kind of mad that I even did that because at that point I was rethinking going back, and I had already decided halfway with going to Sinclair and taking one yeah. class. But yeah. some of that money could have been pushed towards me going to the private school I wanted to go to mm-hmm. now now with my major at A&M so I didn't even go to school for art I was for physical therapy like I wanted to be a physical trainer just right. a, a football team the Bravens to be exact <laughs> so <laughs> I um ended up coming home and I don't know I really y'all really don't know what made me want to pick up a paint brush and I do paint in a canvas. I really don't. I really don't, y'all. I really was just like, I'm going to paint today. Let's watch that. 
and I painted something and it was just my family was just around talking and we ended up eating and smoking and I was finally done with the painting but the whole entire time I'm painting they look they you just did this it was a it was really everybody was looking at it like you didn't just do this I was amazed at myself and then yeah after that I just kept practicing and practicing and practicing and it wasn't annoying at all it wasn't like huh, I'm doing this like it was fun like I was on YouTube at that one year I wasn't in college like I don't have shit to do Everybody's at work. My sister's in high school now, so it's really just me in the house because I'm not going to kick it with nobody that's here that has been here when I left. No, yeah, y'all not going to be on the same anything that I'm on. And I tried that when I went home, but it was it's everybody's grown. Like everybody I know has a child. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everyone. That's already like a reality. That's even more of a reality check for me. It's like I really can't stay here long because that could be me. (laughs) <laughs> that that could be me right there. Oh no! But yeah, I I came back to school and Kanea is the person who made me switch my major. Um, she helped me move. So she helped me move something into Huntsville Place. I swear, my life changed at Huntsville Place. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> funny because everything kind of did shift quickly. But yeah, she brought in she was um friends with one of my sweet mates and she had came in and saw my stuff and at the time I didn't know her I was still on my introvert shit because at one I was in a relationship but I didn't know her and Kaya used to be friends so yeah they um they was just talking and shit and then she got to me and was introducing herself I'm like you're an artist and I was intrigued on art anyway but I wasn't really like trying to show anybody because I was really like I don't want nobody to tell me I'm sensitive about uh, yeah, my... I don't want yeah. nobody to tell me I'm bad or anything but I knew I was at a higher level than some normal person just drawing so once I showed her she was like um <laughs> what major you in like uh you know gym teacher <laughs> she was like oh nah bro you um you need to switch to art so I went over to the art department and I showed them three of my sketchbooks and they was they didn't give me a full ride only because they didn't have the money but everybody was told like it's it's plenty of people here if they had the money it would be for a ride so I was already like okay is this like a competition here because right. it, really it really is a solo um career like you you have to stand out you can't just be an artist you, I mean, you yeah. can, but for what I wanted to be, it was kind of like you have to really be the, not the rose out the concrete, not the, <laughs> not the sunflower. You need to be the human with the paint <laughs> out the concrete. Yeah, you need exactly. to really stand out. So I saw a lot of people's styles when I was just getting into the major. It was really different because Kanea was a sculptor. She she did fabrics. All I did was paint. Like so. It was definitely an eye opener, and I saw like, okay, these are my weak weaknesses and strengths, but I'm still ahead a little bit because I'm in these draw one three o four classes with juniors and seniors, and it's definitely not difficult to me. Like <laughs> the still lifes, like we had at some points having people come up to the top floor in panties and bra, we had to draw them. Like that was a a final for one of the classes, and it was really difficult but I ended up not 
Uh, you, I under underestimated myself in the major, and then eventually, after me becoming the president of the art club and seeing how hard it is to get an event on campus, mm. and trying to get people to know how many talented people are in this building, like it's so many people that were unknown that if they had that platform, they would be up, and I know it just off what yeah. they was capable of. Like we had a girl who welded, <laughs> like. She what? was making flowers in the back room. Like it's a back room. There's so many compartments and stuff in that building. It was just I just saw the the lack of yeah for the major, and it made me redirect my whole plan while still being there, which was really mm-hmm. frustrating. So I was focusing on like, okay, where I'm finna go now. And at one of the moments, I had went home. So, and at that time my mom had moved to Cleveland. So I went to Cleveland Art Institute and that's what really opened my eyes because it's art on the street. <laughs> it's art. Yeah, they had it's art, art everywhere. everywhere. It's it's, yeah. it's the art museum downtown. If I look on Instagram and put Art Cleveland, I bet you I'll find an art show. <laughs> yeah. So I was definitely compelled, but I knew I would be humble. So I went and took a tour <laughs> And talked to the advisor, and he saw my sketchbook and saw my Instagram because at that time I had sold, I mean, I had a lot of commissions. So he was like, I'm so sorry that you went to the school that you went to, but you would have to start as a freshman here and anywhere you go because their credits are their credits. And it's not really, it's penalizing all the talent that they have. He was like, and that's why I I like HBCUs, but I don't because he was black. He was like, it's really hard for kids like you and similar to you to really blossom until it's too late. Yeah. Unless somebody knows your talent before, your parents are artists or so to speak. So it's Kanea, exactly. Kanea came from an art family. Like her mom and dad are artists. They got a, oh, wow. They have a museum in Chicago. Like she she um is what that's where they that's where she works over the summer when she go home like she's oh that's dope and that's dope and I was like I you are one of the friends I'm never not gonna have like yeah her dad is so cool her dad is like goofy as hell like and he he's down to earth and it's not like those one artist you see is really really articulate and Mm-hmm. OCD-ish about certain stuff and they can't it's it's really not like that and what opened my eyes after even more is when I went to it came to Atlanta. Um, I didn't come to Atlanta just just to come here. It's called Art Bazaar on Instagram. It's this dude named Rasta. Okay. Um, I had been posting my stuff on this like group group message on GroupMe. Like each painting I do, I post it in there just just because I know somebody gonna see it. Some somebody's gonna see this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he ended up seeing it and I never had my notifications on because I was at work. And when I wasn't at work, I was at home with my honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had finally started looking at apps that were on my phone that I wasn't usually looking at at work, being in front of Walmart, watching people walk in and out. So he ended up texting me, um, inboxing me and telling me, like, I'm finna have a um, a vendor's art show in Atlanta. If you're able to come, um, we want you to be a new addition to the group. And if you make it or sell a painting or three or more, you'll be in, in the Art Bazaar group. So I'm like, okay, bet. This is a challenge. This is my time yeah. to shine. It's the time to shine. Cool. So I um 
end up coming because that's when I got my car and the coronavirus had like hit the world, but it didn't like hit hit. Yeah, hard, yeah. It, people hard. knew about it, but it wasn't quarantine time. So I had came, did a show. It was great. I got hella connections. Like I called, um, I called Kaya. Was so excited, like yeah, bro, like. <laughs> I know such and such and such and such. I'm finna do this, that, and the third. And it wasn't um it wasn't reciprocated how I wanted it reciprocated, how I would have expected it to be. So that pushed me even more to just focus on go for it. Yeah, just like, you know, you. let's just go for it because there's no reason why I would feel a way about <laughs> what just happened. So I stuck it out through the quarantine. Classes were still going on, but at that point. I was really like wasting my time. It was got to the point where my teacher, after I told him my plan, he was like, Yeah, if I were you, I'll just drop out. <laughs> I would just leave <laughs> just because he we pointed he pointed at the floor to be exact. He like, look, we're missing a tile. Like the school's <laughs> falling apart. And I I couldn't do nothing but laugh because the only nice part of that building is the art room. Like as soon as you walk in, everything else is really east side high vibes and it's what it's really not okay but i i kind of liked it it was it has some soul and culture to it but yeah i I get what he was saying like for majors who are trying to be a curator or engineer of any sort or artist you're gonna have to really be in that vibe in that area to blossom how you want for real yeah and i saw that i couldn't even do that outside of school (laughs) like i couldn't Throw an art show. It'd probably be a couple of people and all, but I would mm-hmm. have to do something socially common at the moment for everybody to really come. Like, yeah, I had to do people naked. Like, I know people gonna come and see naked people. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. it's, it's like it's I, didn't, I didn't want to do that. So after me crossing, I had used that to my benefit. Like, we gonna have art at the park. <laughs> like, y'all, I'm finna bring some doors out here, and y'all are gonna paint. We're going to listen to some music, Nigel on the twos, and we are going to barbecue. And it turned into a regular HBCU barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> and I ended up eventually just putting up my paint and shit because it wasn't, it just wasn't, it wasn't that. It just wasn't that. And I wasn't mad at all that it turned to what it was, but it just was an eye opener. Like, do you not really going to get the vibe you want from where you at? So. The closest thing is Atlanta. <laughs> so we yeah. finna, we finna go. So I, I went to another art show and then that second one I I like I got I sold three paintings and I yes, walked out with at least twelve hundred dollars. Yes. Woo! So That's what I'm talking it about. was like really really eye opening and it was like I, I've never done that before and I didn't even think it was possible. And I was in Alabama, so it was like, yes, yeah, there's nothing really stopping me. I don't have no kids. You, nope. my lover has graduated, so this is really the make or break. Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what yeah. Are you, what are you? Your next answer is should be your best answer, and it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It was not. So I chose. I felt like I chose my career over the relationship. Yeah. But now that I'm here and. A lot of shit has sporadically happened as well here on a way different level, like more on an adult level. Like it's more of you're not in school no more, like no kind of school. This is 
everyday life. Yeah. <laughs> you need to survive off what you think and can survive off of or what you know. So luckily my mom owns a restaurant and she know how to cook. And mm-hmm. throughout that, I was working in factories and shit. And I ended up getting what all these factory positions. I ended up just settling for Amazon because I didn't even think I would get it working at Amazon because I never drove no big truck for real but yeah it was easy I like it and my cousin Dion be on Instagram all the time and his Amazon truck so I feel like I I be seeing him he be on there all the time (laughs) I know I can get the job done because he be on there kicking it so yeah Mm -hmm. I um I think it's like a really clean slate now I don't really have anything holding me back except myself yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, especially like I definitely like can feel everything that you're saying. Like with being at A and M and being, I just feel like being a creative and at A and M because of the because of the one the environment of Alabama. Alabama is just yeah. A in general, <laughs> do we need to get off of here and just get on the phone, or you good? <laughs> Because no. it's like one, it said like, I know you said it's an hour. I know, like I know. We good. We going. We still going. Okay, cool, cool. But, um, that was I said, I can just call you on your phone. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Alabama is just such a tech, like science and. It's all a, military. And, you know, all, all rocket science and, For the you know, engineering. It's a government school. And, yes, it's that and. It's not a place for creatives to really blossom. And like like you said, like with even our design program, like we when we when when I graduated, we had one teacher left in our whole design program. <laughs> one teacher. And it was just so shocking and sad really, um, because of how hard it was already for me and the other um, people that were really into fashion that really wanted to grow in that industry and how much that we had to do the work that we had to do outside to even get to where we are and what we know, um, because they didn't have the knowledge to really tell us. um, You don't think I remember the classes we took together? (laughs) Yes. Like some of that stuff, like like, I didn't even. (laughs) Yes. Like I used to be sick and just taking extra classes just to like try to get to know like what the fashion industry is into now. Like, because fashion industry is going digital. Like I know you've probably seen like. um, Oh yeah. Art's going digital too, baby. You ain't know. Yeah, I know everything is. And I know that you've probably seen like the digital, like the um virtual fashion shows yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, me and Paige already knowing that and taking graphic design and different things like that that we didn't have to take while we were in school, like just so we could try to catch up and try to yeah. know That's and also, figure it out. It's also that, what that advisor said too. Like anybody at HBCU on a creative standpoint is gonna be behind. Yeah. It takes a lot. And so, I mean, honestly, I commend you for just dropping out because that, I know that it was a big deal like to what, swallow. It was a, it's, a, it's definitely a big deal because it's not like what Ooh, people what would I, advise you to do. People no. would advise you to just continue. Stick with it your, out. Exactly. Continue with your degree. But honestly, at a, at a, at a, in a creative, um, 
eyeset and mindset, like the degree is not always what you need. So it's really not. It's, um, it's good to have, but I know so many people are doing way better. Yeah, and that's exactly why I didn't go back to grad school. Like people have asked me, like uh, with me, like rebranding and stuff like that. Like, are you gonna go back to grad school? Like, what are you gonna do? And I'm like, no, I'm not, because the thing is, like, there's so many designers out here that are you know I sell better than them because I have been to school for it I have been critiqued on it and things like that but they are going and doing way better than I am yeah. and they don't know the background and they, the yeah and they don't know the the basics yeah and so that. the thing is you don't need it you I've, don't yeah, have I've, to have a degree but you need the connections one you yeah. do need the experience too like you do need like those the mentors you need those people that are gonna be there and there and know the creative space and realm that to put you where you need to be if yeah. that makes sense i definitely got the what i'm up against at AM as mm-hmm. far as my department and my major like these are the kids that you're going to be going against to get those spaces in those museums when they have a showcase they're gonna yeah. want to be looking for certain stuff that is new or modern or old school or taps into another famous artist that you knew nothing about because your teacher didn't teach you about him yeah so it definitely is taking me to another standpoint like now i love documentaries on art <laughs> like it could be the most boringest thing to somebody else but the fact that you can see that art and then look at other things and see like, okay, he took something from him and it's really similar to a lot of other things that you see, not even been painting, but objects, cars, people's mm-hmm. clothing, like it's art is really a big stamp. I don't know where people would be without art. We wouldn't even be able to communicate. <laughs> I, we wouldn't be able to express ourselves at all. At all. So I, um, Definitely got the old school, old fashioned standpoint on that coming from AM. But now I need to learn how to use Photoshop and <laughs> yeah, and draw on a, a iPad and make it look realistic like Tyler can because I cannot. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the person people look to get the sketch and get the actual painting of it so it can never mm-hmm. be remade. That's what I do like about me. Yeah, it's the originality really, Yeah, part. it really can't be made, but you, I know now you can do that with an iPad. You can do that with all these other digital aspects, but mm-hmm. I don't think for my mm, career, it's really a ma- major thing for it. Like, I don't I don't want to, I want to have somebody doing that for me. Like, I don't want to be on the computer. Same. Because <laughs> like, we need that. I, I want to be behind a machine. Yeah, don't I want to be the, the worker computer. because that's what yeah. I was doing in the beginning. I don't want to do all that tech shit. Like, give me the paint yeah. and the brush. I'm going to show you what we're doing. <laughs> and y'all make my story or help it in any way. So that also led me to wanting to leave America because America is behind we are we are very behind in a lot of spaces besides the crisis <laughs> um <laughs> it's a lot of things outside if that wasn't even happening we would still be behind like the kids and the people our age over there or over there man they, like so when i ahead. like okay so <laughs> when like i like research like so many different like people like that are just 
just like are in their fashion industry and what they've learned like over there like just watching different shows and stuff yeah. like and even being in Paris like it's just so inspiring like when we went last year for our anniversary like it was so inspiring and stuff and then like learning about like the different people that have went to school over there and in and in Paris in Italy in Milan yeah things like that <laughs> like how crazy creative they are what they can do how they can sew or the art that they create and how they're inspired like it's just wild to think like you know it's like really how nice. how was i not doing this like how am i not doing this at 23 and they're doing crazy more wild things than me you know yeah I, um on my sim it's more so kids like in Africa and Senegal and mm. the Korea, the Caribbeans and all those, like Australia, they are doing stuff that I still am struggling with. With yeah, with a little pencil, no eraser, or even carving it on walls. Like, but that goes back to like history for real. Um, those people are getting it straight from the wall, literally. Yep. <laughs> straight yep. from the wall where it started. So I um definitely feel like at some point in time my career is going to take me over and out of America and I'm happy for that. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Give us a place to come and visit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you Have you ever felt like you would have to uproot what's going on now to go to a better opportunity? Um, yes. Uh, and would you? Um, so I think, like, with my situation, it's a little different because, like, yes, I would love to uproot my situation now and go to a better opportunity, better place, but I also am married. So, like, I have Simeon, and yeah. we are, we're one. <laughs> so, we move together. Like, yeah. if he moving, I'm moving. If I got to move, he moving. And so, um, with that, I've learned a lot about um, compromising and not necessarily, like, that I'm missing out on something, but that is um, just like not my turn yet. And so um, I know like there, there, there's definitely like when I do launch and things like that, like someone's gonna have my back 100%, just like I have his back 100% with him at Microsoft and things like that. And so just like saying that, I wouldn't necessarily just uproot this situation and be like, yes, well, I'm about to go to the other situation where I have more opportunities. I can do this and I can do that forget you, Simeon, I'm going to go do me. I wouldn't do that, but I definitely am excited for when it is time for us to move along to what I need to do. Yeah. You know? I feel like um, with y'all, it's more... Well, I'm speaking from a single standpoint. I want to step back and say that. I didn't that if I was married, even if, I'm glad you said that, because I wouldn't have thought of that. Um, I would have just assumed that my other person would just, you know, go for it. Like, I'm not Mm -hmm. expecting you to up and leave when I leave, but just come along when you have time or, you know, when you feel like you're ready or prepared. But that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, I was going (laughs) to say this. This is different. Um, I was going to say, do you want to call us on the phone? I need to get on the... um... 
I need to go to the grocery store and pick up these groceries. No, you are fine. I'm about to end this as well. Um, okay. I've been being stared down for Because I was going to say, we can still catch up. We ain't talked in a minute, so we still got a lot to catch up on. Yeah, yeah, we call do, bro, the outside the of the podcast. Yes, I was going to say, if you want to call me on the phone. All right, well, this is a great episode. That's why I let it prolong so long. I know people are going to listen to it. Because it's just y'all two and the people I know. Um, but yeah, it was nice speaking to y'all. Episode yes, five. it was so fun. Thank you for letting, having us here. Appreciate you, dog. This was great. <laughs> Good one to say the least. Okay, next time y'all gonna be on the camera. All right. All right. With that. I'm gonna come camera ready. We already know that. We already know that. <laughs> Period. <laughs>